Radio. The Divine Wedgie with Dr. Matthew Tan. We tend to think of our times as being irreligious times, and a sign of this irreligiosity can be found in the drop in attendance rates at the Divine Liturgy on Sundays. While this statistic is a concern, one must not give in to the temptation that we have entered a state of irreligiosity. For even in a de-Christianized culture, the need for liturgy still remains. The philosopher James K. A. Smith once remarked in a book called Desiring the Kingdom that we are fundamentally liturgical animals. This claim means that in our times, the Christian liturgy has given way to a whole array of secular liturgical substitutes which themselves attract thousands of participants, such as shopping, sporting events, and concerts. The question arises as to whether the pull of these secular liturgies can tell us something about what is going on in Christian liturgies. Conversely, can Christian liturgies expose any adverse effects of our immersion in these secular liturgical counterparts? Consider the example of concerts. Recently, the American band Slipknot toured Australia as part of a prominent music festival. Slipknot's rise to fame has been attributed to the clever forging of a particular image, which is facilitated largely by the donning of distinctive and bizarre masks by each member. The band's vocalist Corey Taylor was once asked about the rationale behind the masks. His reply was that they help the members become quote more intimate with the music unquote. More tellingly, he also said that the masks made them quote become unconscious of who we are. And what we do outside of music. Unquote. This last phrase is telling, for it hints at one of the draws of concerts that is also applicable to the Christian liturgy, particularly the Eucharist. In a way that parallels the call of concert goers to be more intimate to the object of the concert, namely the music and the musician, the Eucharist is also a call to be more intimate with its object, namely the Eucharistic Lord. Set against this backdrop of intimacy, the participant in the Eucharist, in a manner similar to the concert goer, is called to lose oneself in the embrace of its object. The Christian's intimacy with the Eucharistic Lord is simultaneously a call to be unconscious of who we are, as the independent, self-sufficient individuals that we make ourselves out to be, and become part of something much bigger than our individual selves, namely the body of Christ. The participant in the Eucharist is called to be oriented towards abiding in another being, namely Jesus Christ, in a similar way that in a concert, the concert goer is called to lose himself and abide in the music and its creators. However, it is important to note that this is as far as the parallels between the concert and the Eucharist can go. Beyond this point, the concert ceases to mimic the Christian liturgy and begins to parody it instead. Think back on Corey Taylor's earlier remark that the masks and the music play an important part in the making of band's members completely unconscious of who they are outside of the musical context. As Taylor's remark suggests, the rock concert draws the concert goer and obliterates one's sense of self and absorbing the individual into the collective mosh pit. What begins as the self-satisfaction of the individual concert-goer ends up effectively in his erasure. 
In contrast to this secular losing of oneself in the liturgy of the concert, St. Augustine reminds us that in the process of losing ourselves in the liturgy of the Eucharist, we do not find ourselves obliterated and absorbed into a faceless collective. Paradoxically, for Augustine, the more we lose ourselves in the embrace of the Eucharistic Christ, the more our true individual selves emerge. This is indicated by his use of the phrase when distributing the Eucharistic host, quote, receive who you are, unquote. In our abiding in Christ, we do not become erased, but actually come to a greater sense of who we really are. The parallels between secular and sacred liturgies can give us valuable insights on what is going on in our liturgies and in the culture around us. Secular liturgies, like the concert, are powerful because they fulfill a liturgical need in each and every person. However, the fact that one parodies another should give us pause in too hastily assuming that one is just as good as the other. Rather, the Christian liturgy, exemplified in the Eucharist, shows itself to be the true liturgical fix that exposes its secular counterparts as counterfeits. That was Dr. Matthew Tan with the Divine Wedgie. For more, visit divinewedgie.blogspot.com.